burglars. The goddamn ATM wouldn't let me withdraw any cash, so I went to the bank for the first time in like a year. I was taking out Charlene for our first date. She was too good for me and she knew it too. But I told her why I quit my job about six months back and she respected me for it. At least she pretended to. I mean, I personally think it makes sense that a security guard should be able to use his own gun on the job. Am I right or am I wrong? It doesn't really matter what you think. I know the two bozos were loaded. So we agreed to go for tacos and salsa dancing. I mean, that's about as cheap as things get. And Al Pastor with a little pineapple on top? No offense to Charlene, but that's probably better than any fellatio she could give me. Or any girl could, for that matter. Still, I wanted to make sure I had more than enough money. What if she wanted to go out for drinks after? Drinks in this city could be $15 each with a tip. Some places even wanted an extra dollar for margarita salt. Fucking salt. I could make salt myself for nothing. That day, the bank was particularly crowded. A girl I used to hate in high school was two lines over. We smiled at each other out of courtesy when the clerk called me forward. He informed me that to remain a part of the bank, I needed a minimum of $50 on my account. Apparently, I had $51 available, meaning I could only withdraw one fucking dollar. It only seemed fair that I take my cash and go, but when I demanded my $51, the bank clerk turned real red. I knew something was wrong. He thought I was going to punch him in the face right on through the glass. There's something about the way my eyes stare you down that makes people think I'm going to punch them in the face. And even though it happens all the time, I promise you I only punched a guy in the face once. He grabbed my sister's ass at the club. I mean, what was I supposed to do? He's lucky I didn't rip his balls off. Sir, you need a minimum of $50 in the bank, which you have, but to withdraw you need to pay an additional $50. In your case, $49. What the fuck are you talking about? It's in the contract you signed when you joined. I can pull up your signature and initials if you'd like. It's specifically Clause 6. I have it, right? Listen, I leaned in. I've got a big date tonight. Take out the cash, and I promise you you'll have it by the end of the week. Is this a hold-up, sir? A hold-up? No. This is a desperate guy about to go on a date with a beautiful woman, and he doesn't want to fuck it up. I'm sorry, sir. It's just policy. What if I got a job here? I asked. I could do security. I've done it before. I could even give you my old boss's number. But I'd rather you not call him. Doesn't matter why. But anyway, are you hiring? Or can I talk to a manager or something? Are you suggesting we hire you, you start working right now, and we give you an advance tonight before your date? If that's possible, I added with a smile. The clerk looked past me. Everyone turned around. I had my head in my hands for a moment before I looked too. There were two of the cutest and huskiest black labs I've ever seen walking into the bank. They both had a camera strapped to the top of their head, a bag in their mouth, and what looked to be a bomb on their backs. At least that's what it looked like. I'd only seen bombs in movies like The Hurt Locker. Fuck. I could never fight in combat. I'd cut off my toes before I did that shit. The phone rang. The clerk I was talking to picked up. He listened for a minute with great attentiveness, shaking his head both yes and no. 
I almost felt bad for the sucker as his red turned to blue and blue turned to purple. A few minutes passed before the scumbag took the earpiece and placed it against the loudspeaker microphone. The monitor screeched, which caused the dogs to bark. Eventually, the high-pitched squeal calmed down and the dogs returned to their upright positions. This is a stick-up, came over the speakers. We've sent two Labradors inside with cameras, bags, and bombs, meaning we're watching you. Fill up the bags until they're stuffed with cash. Anyone leaves before the bags are stuffed, the bombs go off. Any funny business, the bombs go off. Any paint bombs planted in the money bags, you should know we have another bomb planted in the bank that will go off once we find it. Now, when the bags are stuffed, I'd like the man in the red hat to walk out with the dogs. You have five minutes. I looked around. I was the only one with a red hat on. It made me smile. I couldn't help but think I was part of the greatest stick-up in bank robbing history. Dogs. I mean, dog burglars, for God's sake. I was more excited than ever to get tacos with Charlene. She was going to love this story. And hey, maybe the people running this shindig would even give me some petty cash for playing along with such eagerness. I needed to make sure the cameras caught my eagerness, though, so I whistled for the dogs to look my way and I smiled. My smile was only a momentary distraction. The dogs rushed over to the clerks and dropped the bags on the counter. They were stuffed with large grabs of cash. Most people had dropped to the ground at this point with their hands over their heads. The stupid girl I knew from high school was screaming. I stood still awaiting my participation. Only a minute and a half passed before the dogs ran over and started licking my hands. I followed them through the front entrance feeling like I was John Dillinger or some shit. I wish I was Clyde, like Bonnie and Clyde. Maybe someday. Leashes grew out of the bomb packs and the dogs hinted for me to walk them out of the front door. We arrived at a white van parked around the corner. The dogs put their paws up against the doors and they flipped open. I couldn't believe it. The van was filled with... Cats! Cats! There were all types of cats sitting before computers and monitors with their claws out wide. The dogs dropped down the bags at the end of the van as two of the cats came out and unhooked the bombs with their teeth. They all hopped inside, leaving the bombs on the street. One of the cats reached inside the heavier bag and threw a $50 bill at me. I stared Ulysses S. Grant in the eyes and nearly came my pants. Someone or something shot me in the chest. I fell to the ground and heard the van veer off. I thought I was going to die. Charlene would think I stood her up. I started screaming her name, hoping she would hear me. The louder I got, the quieter my voice became. Something brought me back to my father pushing me on the swings and the homemade pasta my mother used to make. It felt like I was sinking in marinara sauce when I was thrown onto a stretcher. They shoved me into an ambulance and I don't really remember what happened from there. All I know is when I woke up, the police, the FBI, and my mother were standing over me. Everyone had lots of questions. The FBI wanted to know who I was working with. The police wanted to know how the dogs were trained. And my mother wanted to know if I wanted pasta for dinner. I insisted I had nothing to do with the robbery, I had no connection to the dogs, but that I did want pasta for dinner. My mother left the room on her own accord. The authorities shut the door behind her, before pulling out the two empty bags the dogs were carrying, the diffused bombs, and the cameras. Apparently my fingerprints were on everything. I got out of bed in my hospital gown and reached into my pants. 
One of the cops pulled a gun on me, thinking I was preparing to shoot. Instead, I pulled out that Ulysses S. Grant that cat had tossed to me. It was covered in blue dye, just like my hands, chest, and legs were. Hey, is this enough to withdraw my money from the bank, I asked. I'd really like to get to my date on time. Cat burglars is nothing more than a play on expectations and a little bit of insanity in the end. It's reminiscent of the early hallucination stories, but I think it's a little bit more complex. I like writing somewhat unlovable, but, you know, relatable characters. The next story is called The High Ground. It's about a paraplegic coming to terms with his past, and I guess there's a lot more. Obviously, obviously there's some dog stuff involved. Some dog humping, to be exact. Please enjoy, and uh, as always, thank you for listening.